Hello, and welcome to You Never Walk Alone, Voices from the Episcopal Chaplaincy at Harvard. I'm Meredith Wade, and in just a moment, you'll be hearing from the Reverend Rita Powell, who's currently at Kingston University in London, presenting on the relationship between religion and the international K-pop phenomenon, BTS. I hope it's been a lovely Christmas, Hanukkah, Solstice, Kwanzaa, or, you know, just end of December for all of our listeners out there. In the Christian world, we're about to wrap up the festival of Christmas and enter the season of Epiphany, which begins this Monday, January 6th. Epiphany celebrates the coming of the Magi and the mystery of Christ's incarnation. In today's episode, Rita shares a sermon that she delivered last year on Epiphany as an invitation to seek ecstatic joy as an alternative to fear, and on her own epiphany as she discovered the world of BTS. I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. This is the line that has stuck in my head from these texts, overwhelmed with joy. The Isaiah text has this line, then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice. Our offertory anthem says this discovery is finding true love and it will make us need to dance. I take all of this to suggest that the heart of the epiphany story and this epiphany season is about discovering a joy that will thrill us, that will make our hearts sing and make us need to dance. Overwhelmed with joy. That's the part for me. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed suggests encountering something you can't fully handle, something that washes over you, something that you drown in, something that takes over you. It's like what the angel Gabriel said of how Mary would conceive Jesus. She will be overwhelmed, overshadowed, swept up with the power of the electrical current that is the spirit. And this intense ecstasy will open the door for God to come into the world in human form. For today's story is as much about Mary as it is about the baby Jesus. In this teenage girl's passion, her vision, her poetry come to life, her willingness to give her life to this overwhelming tumult that is God. Her soul magnifies God, and she becomes the bridge for heaven to come to earth. Overwhelmed, heart will be thrilled. This is not the language of well-mannered 
church piety or religious sentiment. This is language of ecstasy. This is the language of falling in love. Overwhelmed will veer into overwrought. The intensity of seeing will make us radiant and will exhaust us. It will seem like too much. It will be too much. Many of us say no to such dramatic feeling. Again, it's part of what makes Mary so brave. But if we want to discover where and how God has come to us, this ecstasy is one of our guides. The feeling of finding God present, shining in what seemed irredeemably dark, is a feeling that will crash over us like waves in the sea, like wind across the desert, like stars come down to us, a feeling that will threaten to overwhelm us. It is my deep conviction that where you find that ecstasy, there you have found the one whom we worship. Where are you, radiant? Where does your heart race and thrill? Where do you feel dizzy with delight? Pay attention to those things. Risk being overwhelmed. Seek and pursue that feeling with tenacity and commitment. And not just for your own sake, but for the sake of the world. For this feeling, this electrical current, this is the very power that can right the world. For the wise men cross paths with Herod, and Herod was very afraid, and all Jerusalem with him. This struck me very strongly this year, how the fear of an official leader can poison a whole people. How we as a people can be held captive to the fear of those in power. The people walk in darkness. And what does God say to this? How does God triumph over the power of fear? God appears. God is revealed to be an alternative. The ones who can become overwhelmed with joy will not be owned by the fear of Herod. Simple as that. You who can let your heart be thrilled, who can see God in the world, you will be radiant. And the light of this joy is available to all, can be seen by all the peoples, reaches all the nations, and yet is invisible if we are following the fear of Herod. So part of the invitation of Epiphany is to seek ecstasy with some urgency. This ecstasy is our armor of light. Lately, I've been obsessed with a K-pop band called BTS. Now, you may have heard of them. They are a global sensation, topping billboard charts, breaking all kinds of social media records, 
selling out shows all over the world, appearing on Ellen DeGeneres and Jimmy Fallon, winning Artist of the Year at the Asian Music Awards. Readers voted them number one for Time Magazine's Person of the Year. They spoke to the United Nations as part of leading a UNICEF campaign to end youth violence. I have been captivated by their dazzling music videos. They are seven men who rap, sing, dance, write, and perform, and their style is exuberant and joyous. The very first thing I saw of theirs was a film of a dance practice to a song that has pop and rap elements to it, where they were costumed for Halloween as Snow White and the Six Dwarves. And the juxtaposition of the rap and hip hop dance choreo with these seven dwarf outfits was so silly and endearing and unexpected that I got curious. I next watched the Idol music video and was blown away just by the sheer volume of imagery that they are working with. There are white tigers and rabbits in the moon and 50 different outfits, all to the catchiest of tunes and effortless bilingual lyrics going back and forth between Korean and English. Then I saw Spring Day and I was really hooked. Spring Day doesn't have the flash and dance. It has beautiful landscape imagery and uses the Ursula Le Guin sh short story, Walking Away from Omelas, as a way to explore loss and belonging. And I realized these people have some range. Now, to follow these stars soon reveals a whole world that they are creating with their millions of fans around the world the peoples of the earth, using the same social media methods that are used to stress us out and immobilize us in the fear of Herod. These seven, with their army of love, are offering an antidote. Without avoiding or sidestepping the difficulties of this life or this moment, BTS's relentless message of love and forgiveness and healing through music and dance is infectious. Now, Jewish political reporter David Perry, who writes about violence and oppression, wrote an article this week about the BTS fan world. He writes this, on my internet, neo-Nazis threaten my life. Left-wingers call me a neoliberal shill, and everyone complains that I watch the wrong TV shows. But I did find out what it would be like if the internet was the nicest place on earth. If Twitter was a platform in which people flooded each other with love, encouraged each of us to feel accepted and to accept ourselves. This was his experience as he learned about the band's commitment to helping people through mental health issues, depression, and addiction. Their commitment to global positivity for young people their co-creation with their fans. BTS is a thrilling phenomenon. It's funny though. I find people can be inclined to dismiss what this group is doing because they have vaulted into stardom through the positive obsession of their fans, many of whom are teenage girls. How silly and foolish to dismiss the passion 
and vision of teenage girls. As we've already observed, our entire salvation narrative hangs on the vision and passion of a teenage girl. Perhaps we should exactly be paying attention to where teenage girls lead. Now this group of dancers and musicians has made me need to dance. They've made me remember the exuberant force of overwhelming joy. They have thrilled my heart to see that the pattern of God has not finished incarnating, but is alive and with us still. Now, you may not all go fall in love with BTS, although some of you might want to, but I exhort you to find this pattern somehow, somewhere, and pursue it. The invitation of Epiphany is to seek ecstasy with urgency. This ecstasy is our armor of light, our answer to the power of fear, our true love, and our hope incarnate. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of You Never Walk Alone, Voices from the Episcopal Chaplaincy at Harvard. This sermon was originally delivered at Trinity Church, Boston on January 6, 2019. This podcast is created, edited, and produced by myself and the Reverend Rita Powell. Our theme song is written and produced by Aidan Stoddard. If you'd like to learn more about the chaplaincy, what we do, and how you can support us, you can follow us on Instagram at Harvard Episcopalians or check out our website, harvardepiscopalians.org. This podcast is just one of many ways that we cultivate thoughtful, critical, and creative spirituality in and outside of the church. If you'd like to support us, you can head to harvardepiscopalians.org slash contribute. Thank you so much for being part of this community. We'll catch you next time on You Never Walk Alone. Yeah.